The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Landing page optimization expert Tim Ash is here to show you what it takes to create optimal landing pages. LPO brings you detailed case studies, opinions, and analysis from the leaders of landing page optimization. Now here's your host, Tim Ash. Welcome to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Uh, this is your host, Tim Ash from SiteTuners, and this week I am very pleased to have my friend and colleague, Jonathan Mendez, on the show. Uh, as most of you probably know, he's the CEO and uh, founder of Ramp Digital and was the ex-chief strategy officer at Offermatica, which of course was swallowed up by Omniture, so now it's Omniture Test and Target. In any case, if you know anything about landing page optimization that's worth knowing, chances are you've read his blog, OptimizeAndProphesize.com. Lots of great case studies and uh, landing page conversion tips and tricks. Uh, Jonathan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Tim. It's really a pleasure to be here with you today talking about landing pages. Uh, Yeah, and in fact, uh, you've been out there crying in the wilderness even longer than me about this subject. And you're kind of a dinosaur uh, doing it since 98, I believe. Oh, no. Yeah, uh, a dinosaur, uh, I guess so. Hopefully I'm a T-Rex if I'm a dinosaur, but um, <laughs> absolutely. Um, you know, it started for me with um, with SEO at first, and um, doing. I had my own business, and we were getting a lot of traffic from um, doing our search engine optimization. This was back in the late 90s, and then we um, said, well, we have all that traffic coming in now. How do we, what do we do with it? And um, started, t- started, you know, doing tests and um, A-B testing. We didn't really know what we were doing. No, I didn't even know it was called A-B testing, but um, we, were, we were doing landing page optimization. Well, and, uh, you know, so if you look at this kind of longer arc over a decade now, what, how would you describe the state of the state? How many people are doing LPO? How effective are they? Tell us a little bit about your perspective. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been what feels like a like a long slog. Um, unfortunately, um, you know, like yourself, I've been out there kind of preaching uh, for a long time about the um, benefits of of LPO. Certainly, uh, you know, it makes sense for for everyone if you you know double your um, your conversion rate, your CPA gets cut in half. So for people who are spending money and and acquiring customers or, or acquiring leads, more of the search type of uh, media uh, spends um, and clients, uh, it's LPO is a natural uh, part of what should be uh, in their marketing program. But, you know, for some reason there's been a, uh, there's been a disconnect. Um, I guess reason, you know, agencies have, uh, it's a fragmented media buying and planning and creative uh, marketplace. So, um, you know, really LPO really hasn't found a home and I think it's um, while it's getting a lot more publicity now, and we're talking a lot more about it, and adoption has increased. I think there's still a, a, the majority. If I, if I go look on the SERPs, um, you know, the majority of people don't seem to be doing it. 
Okay, well, that's, you bring up a great point. I mean, you talk about so many cooks in the kitchen and different people involved in LPO. For, from your perspective, who uh, should own LPO? Is it within someone within the company? Is it your is your, your interactive agency or your search engine marketing firm? Uh, how would you? Where should the center of gravity be? And because somebody's got to own it, or else it's just going to fall through the cracks. You're you're exactly right, and I, you know, for me. It always has made sense that whoever is planning uh, the, the search campaigns, if we just talk about search as the channel, whoever's doing the search campaigns, setting up the keywords, uh, putting the bids, looking at the campaign hierarchies, creating the ads, uh, ultimately should also own the landing pages because you're only going to be optimized if you are looking at the experience from the, from the user perspective. And from the user perspective, uh, it's it's one holistic experience from their query through the ad they click on to the page they they arrive on. Um, you know that's all part of a flow. It's all part of it, an experience for them. And all those three pieces you need to be working together to optimize the conversion rate for as high as it could be. And I, I've often talked about the ad, you know, kind of being the meat of the sandwich because it's in the middle there. Um, so so there, it's all incredibly important. We know from testing and optimization that reinforcement is incredibly important uh, for, for people to uh, absorb the messaging and to be persuasive. So we want to make sure that uh, the messages are being reinforced, and that starts with the query, goes through the ad, and, and ultimately through the landing page. So, um, okay, so you know, that's yeah. really where I think it's on. Yeah, so basically, you know, I think a stat I recently read from Forrester Research said something like for every dollar spent on landing page optimization, $83 is spent driving traffic. So since the media buyers and the PPC campaign managers own the budget, you're saying, you know, they can't just drop the traffic on the page and say, oh, that's somebody else's responsibility. And that's what they've been doing, and it's it's unfortunately a byproduct many times of the way they're um, they're structured with their clients, which is oftentimes being compensated based on the amount of spend they're doing. Uh, so, um, so that that's 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 a problem as well. But I, you know, again, I think it's it's really with the marketers, the search marketers, who should own that piece. It all all three uh, pieces need to be working synchronously together to uh, to get the best results for the client. So uh, it would, I think it would be the the irony of this is both from the client's perspective, from the search engines that want to sell you the advertising, and from the PPC campaign managers, if you had a higher conversion rate and a better landing page, you could increase your spend, sometimes astronomically. In fact, we've seen in most cases where the amount of spending goes up disproportionately, let's say you have a 20% increase in conversion, your spend might go up 60-70% because all of a sudden all this traffic becomes ROI positive and cost effective. You're absolutely right. I, I, you know, it's just not every, I just see that the problem as you mentioned before, it's not budgeted for. So um, it ends up getting, um, you know, not the attention it deserves, being an afterthought. And it's, um you know, unfortunately, it's um, left by the wayside many times as the uh, as the last thing to do when it should really be the first thing in many cases. Yeah, because I always say it's hard to mine more long tail keywords. It's hard to get your bids just so. I mean, there are very few game changers that are going to get you even say a ten percent increase in efficiency. Uh, and on landing page optimization, that's probably the low end of what you should expect. We see you know twenty, thirty, fifty, hundred percent increases routinely. 
Absolutely, as do we. So it really, you know, it shows the opportunity there. Um, I guess it, it, it's it's good news for Google because if as more people start adopting this, more people will be there'll be more spend in search, and I think that's clearly why they've come out with uh, you know Google Website Optimizer and, and and why people are using it, and they they see the value in that and the data and the analytics and making it actionable. Um, so hopefully more marketers will, will heed the call. I know over the last few years, you know, we have seen more adoption. Um, you know, people like yourself and, and others uh, are out there. There's, there's books about it now, which are fantastic and, and helpful, um, and people are doing it who have never thought about doing it before. Uh, you know, there are 2 million advertisers on Google. So, you know, could you imagine even if you had, uh, you know, 30 or 40% of them doing LPO, what that would mean? Yeah, probably um, get us out of this recession we're in right now. Uh, no, but uh, joking aside, uh, we're going to take a, a little break here, and then when we come back, I want we've been focusing on PPC. I want to talk about landing page optimization for some uh, niche or less traditional channels. Uh, this is Tim Ash, your host for LPO Landing Page Optimization, and we'll be right back. More LPO landing page optimization in just a moment. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash ontarget. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com, brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. AffiliateContracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. PPC Rockstars will take you to the promised land of PPC Profit. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. And just to pick up on my conversation with my guest, Jonathan Mendez, 
uh, we, we've talked about uh, is a natural marriage if you're buying pay-per-click traffic to make sure your landing page converts. But there's also uh, a lot of people buy other forms of media. For example, uh, display advertising. I know that you've done some optimizations for clients with that. Can you talk about uh, display in the context of landing pages? Absolutely. Well, as, as um, what's been happening in the display market is, as many people are aware, the, the cost of, of the media has uh, really been reduced, um, and so much so that in some instances, uh, buying display media is as cost-effective, if not more cost-effective in many cases, than, than search media. And of course, search we know has a limited amount of inventory associated with it. There's only so many people searching on a keyword uh, every day, uh, whereas um, display media gives um, uh, a much wider range of, uh, of uh, ability to, to hit people um, in, in, in with, with the media messages. It's just the nature of display. There's so many more impressions available. So um, there's a huge opportunity there that a lot of smart marketers are doing now, which is uh, in the performance space especially, since the media costs are low, uh, driving conversions uh, through uh, display ads. And so it's a little different in that you don't have the intent uh, generated from the keyword uh, in an obvious nature. So you know, when someone comes to the landing page, we know uh, what they've searched on and we know what ad they've arrived at. Um, so the ad creative itself becomes much, much more important, the idea being, again, the more click-throughs you get, um, the more effective your media will be. But just like in search, the, the, the ultimate factor of performance is the landing page and its conversion. Well, let's talk about that trade-off. Like you say, you don't really understand someone's intent uh, with display advertising, and that's a critical difference. So you can have uh, you know, provocative visuals, you could have animation, you could promise free sex in your display ad, and then, of course, there's going to be a disconnect when they get to the landing page. So... Um, how do you balance that need to get the click with low-quality display advertising with keeping the promise and actually delivering a good conversion on the back end? Yeah, and it's the same principles as search. So it really is no different, but it gets back to the ad creative. So to your point, you know, an ad is setting an expectation, and the landing page has to always meet at a minimum, meet the expectation. The best landing pages will exceed the person's expectations and, and, and message to their goals and, and intentions. So, you know, there is, in, there is my theory is always, as, as soon as anyone has clicked anything, there is some expressed intent there. So um, we know even if it's a link within an article, let's say, you, you have intent to learn more about that particular subject. And the link has anchor text, and there's a lot of rich information that you can mine and, and, and use. Um, so the ads themselves from the, from the display standpoint are the same. You can pass along parameters to understand what the creative is, what the messaging was, um, and then use those, again, to, to deliver landing pages that align with the message of the, uh, of the ad itself, align with the goals of the users. Again, some in, there, there's some interest uh, or intent generated by their clicking on that. And again, just making sure that the page itself aligns with those things, taking the basic principles. The pages themselves are no different than, than search pages to, in terms of you know, how they are uh, laid out, the types of messaging that are used. Uh, so you know, once you get the person on the landing page, you, you have them. It's almost the, to the point the medium where they've come from uh, isn't as important. It's really about the messaging. 
And, and again, in terms of tracking, the beauty of landing page testing is we don't actually care about what the absolute conversion rate is. Yeah, it could be 10 or even 100 times lower than from targeted paid search. Well, we care about what testing is improving on that. So I think a lot of people get freaked out when they see very low conversion rates from display ads, but you just have to pencil it out and say, is it worthwhile, right? Absolutely. And, and you know, just like search, it's, it's a question of the quality of traffic. You can buy, as you know, on search, you can get into different match types, different keywords. Not all your traffic is going to convert at, at, at the same rate. So you, know, you take it all together and you blend it and look at it in, in a portfolio and say, okay, at the end of the day, this, these, are my, these are my results. But you're, you're always looking at, at various segments. And in search, you're down to the keyword level. Um, you know, in, in display, you don't get as, as, as fine in, in the types of segmentation that you're looking at, but there's certainly ways to look at uh, whether you're buying through different networks, whether you're buying um, uh, the different ad creatives that are used. Um, you know, so there, so there, there are ways to uh, – there's lots of now, you know, ways to target in, in, in display that weren't present a few years ago. So there's lots of other types of segments that you can uh, look at performance and see what's working. And, you know, just like in search, you pump up the things that work and, and, and you turn down the things that, that don't. Yeah, now that you've brought up display advertising, you know, this is maybe a little big brotherish for some people. But, uh, for instance, with social networks like Facebook, you can either, of course, buy that on a cost per thousand CPM basis or cost per click CPC basis, but they have an amazing amount of targeting and personalization. So they can tell you the age and gender of the person or at least put it in buckets. And then you can target your ads just to that specific group of people or somebody that uh, has the word graphic designer somewhere in their profile and get very, very targeted stuff coming back. Uh, and, and so you can actually... Perhaps you get more targeted with some of these kind of uh, social media display opportunities than you can with pay per click. I I think there's no question, and I think you know some of the things I've done on Facebook and 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 talking to other people who have been on it. Um, you know the initial results are pretty good. I think it's going to only continue to get better. There's obviously a lot of uh, of inventory there, and. Um, you know, I think social is uh, is going to become more and more of a viable channel. Landing pages are going to become more important in social media. And I think also, you know, we're seeing it now even within the distributed applications that are tied into Facebook, uh, a lot of the gaming applications and things like that where they're driving people to landing pages as well. Uh, you know, those people are doing testing. Those are pretty smart marketers there. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're doing testing on their landing pages right now, and uh, they're making some of those companies, you know, the gaming companies and, and those virtual uh, goods companies are, are driving a lot of real revenue. And landing page testing optimization is, 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 is you know, one of the tools in their arsenal uh, that they're using. So I think um, to ignore social uh, is, uh, is, is, is a wrong strategy. I think you need to be in there, uh, in that medium, and starting to test and see uh, how, how you can get it to work for you. Yeah, and, and including, uh, for example, you, know, you set an expectation even, say, on Twitter, uh, you know, in that 140-character limit. If you have a catchy headline and seven biggest mistakes for blah, 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 and uh, one of those shortened URLs, that can still get you to a landing page and uh, makes a promise of sorts. Yeah, I think, we're, I think we're reaching a really amazing and, and interesting point in the evolution of the web, and that is um, – 
that we're, we're, we're seeing the emergence of a number of new channels for marketers. Um, and, you know, it used to be, it used to be just, again, when I started out, affiliate and email, um, and, and there was SEO, uh, and then there was paid search. But now you see so much time being spent in social, uh, which is, you know, uh, which goes into what we're just speaking about, but also display um, a lot of other, you know, a lot of other channels or mobiles emerging. And, and so there's, there's really um, a need for landing page optimization in all of these because, uh, you know, the first part is generating the traffic, and then the second part is what you do with it. And uh, it just seems that there's more and more ways to generate traffic. And as Google and all these other companies, uh, you know, stake their claim in, in that very business of driving traffic, uh, there's there's a lot of upside for marketers who are um, focused on, on improving their landing pages. So hold that thought. We've uh, you know basically what it comes down to is landing page optimization is not channel specific. Whatever your traffic sources are, this is a force multiplier that you should be using to amplify it. Now you talked about mobile. We're going to come back and talk about that after the break. I uh, want to dig down on that a little bit more. And you're all, I also want to know about. What makes somebody into a New Jersey version of a Grateful Dead groupie? And this is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. We'll be right back after this break. More LPO, Landing Page Optimization, in just a moment. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Tim Ash. And we're back. This is your host, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. Uh, here this week talking with uh, my guest and friend, Jonathan Mendez from Ramp Digital. Uh, Jonathan, I understand you've been to 250 
Bruce Springsteen concerts? Can that possibly be right? Um, yeah, I've lost track actually. So, so it's 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 a, it might not be the right number, uh, but I've lost track <laughs> after about two hundred fifty. And um, so, uh, yes, I, I I admit to that. Um, I was raised in uh, born and raised in New Jersey, and. Um, you know, being uh, it was either Sinatra or Springsteen, and um, you know, I didn't really make the demographic cutoff for Sinatra, uh, <laughs> although I love old blue eyes. Um, uh, so Bruce, Bruce has been uh, Bruce has been my man for a long, long, long time. <laughs> uh, and how far afield have you gone to listen to him? Um, I've I've never left the country, but I've seen him in quite a bit of the, the various states throughout throughout this this great land of ours. Then, so um, it's it's been. I, I used to kind of uh, follow him around, and when I was in college, uh, my college uh, experience coincided with a couple of tours, and uh, my grades suffered accordingly. Uh, but um, many many great memories, and I I wouldn't have uh, changed the thing. All right, so if you want to know to get uh, Jonathan for his his birthday or the holidays, uh, you know, box out of the boss never hurts. Uh, all right, let's move on. We talked about different kinds of um, channels for driving uh, traffic to a landing page, but the very notion of a landing page is kind of evolving with the development of new channels. For example, uh, mobile. I mean, what can you do in front of a smartphone <laughs> Uh, in one of those tiny little web browsers, how does that change the whole idea of a landing page? Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I would say, what can't you do? Because the um, the mobile experience is becoming so rich, and we can do so much now. And you know, just today, true story, I was in New York City, and I uh, I, I went and found a shoe shine in um, in Midtown. I was at Rockefeller Center, and I, I I wanted to get my shoe shine. I had a big meeting, and um, you know, in in less than a minute, I found a great shoe shine place and got my shoe shined. And um, you know, it was um, it was all because of a, of a very nice, seamless mobile experience. Um, now. I'm not going to want to give props to any particular companies who helped me along the way there. They'll remain, remain nameless for the time being. But uh, the fact of the matter is that more and more people, as we know, are, are, are using that channel uh, for, for information, uh, for transactions. Um, and it's, it presents a, a, a huge, huge opportunity, maybe the biggest opportunity out there uh, for marketers and um, but there's a little there there's, there are differences of course in the experience and I think uh, well, the mobile experience for the for the user. Well, let, let's talk about that because really, I mean, you, you still have a tiny screen. You might have to scroll it. How do the rules of what constitutes a good landing page change when you're talking about mobile. What are some of the adaptations that you have to make to match that medium? Well, I think. Um, I think the rules are, 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 the rules transcend, I think, the medium. You want to be helpful. You want to be useful. You want to get people to the next step of their goals as quickly as possible. Um, you know, you want to waste time with, uh, with things that aren't 100% relevant to uh, what the person is trying to accomplish. Uh, it's just that um, the way you present the information is, um, is is simpler in many respects. I mean, it, you know, it's almost like the web back in, um, you know, the late 90s when I got started uh, where it was about links and it was about um, um, 
um, you know, white space and, and, and blue underlines. And, um, you know, we can really help somebody if we keep it simple and mobile. And I think that's the, the main um, objective. Okay, so you know, it's obviously unclutter. You can't, you shouldn't have a bunch of clutter on your page anyway. But at least on a ten twenty four wide uh, fixed width landing page, we have the room to put that clutter. In mobile, you don't. Uh, the other thing you said was just text links. So de-emphasizing heavy graphics is probably a good idea, especially since uh, many of these uh, wireless networks are overloaded, uh, especially in urban areas. So um, do you think that people should design a mobile version of their site or their landing pages alongside of their normal sites? Well, I think it's a, if, they, if they see they're getting mobile traffic or they see an opportunity to, um, to market to mobile users, then 100%, absolutely. It's, 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 a, it's a fantastic channel. And the tests that we've done and the media that we've, we've bought and um, have, have driven fantastic results, it's... it's um, um, you know, so I, I don't think it's for everyone, but if for particular businesses, I think it's um, it's incredibly infected, effective. And if in some particular um, way your business is uh, a business that um, people will use or can be the mobile experience is part of it, um, then you have to be there, I think, and you have to be, um, you know, in mobile media and, and, and optimizing uh, landing pages for mobile. Um, so... You know, absolutely. I think it's it's one of the biggest opportunities there. Any um, differences in terms of preparing a mobile landing page for testing and tagging it? Uh, Are the mechanics of it uh, substantially different? Well, there are some mobile analytics um, that that, that are a little different. Um, And there is also certainly different segments now. So um, I think the device becomes much more important in many respects. We think about now... Uh, on the web where we look at, uh, we all can see what browsers are coming to our, our landing page, and you know, oftentimes that's not really an important segment for us. Um, but when we start to look at uh, the devices that people are coming to our mobile landing pages with, you know, that becomes very important because the devices themselves are different, and in many respects the people using the devices are different. So we can, there's a lot of um, implicit information and data that we know about people on an iPhone versus a BlackBerry versus, uh, you know, some other type of device. Well, that's that's a good input and very helpful. Uh, so we're uh, unfortunately you know close to our time here for this segment. I would love to have you back in the future. Uh, are there any upcoming shows or conferences that you'll be attending uh, that uh, our audience should know about? So the next shows for me, Tim, will be in Chicago at uh, Search Engine Strategies in uh, early December. So I always look forward to seeing you in uh, Chicago in December and uh, wearing our winter coats. Yeah, I understand that we may be paired up again for our our tag team live critique sessions. Uh, Always a lot of fun ripping apart people's sites in front of several hundred people. Uh, So look (laughs) forward to that. Uh, Jonathan, thank you again for uh, being on the show. This has been your host, uh, Tim Ash, for LPO, Landing Page Optimization. You can hear new episodes of LPO every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 Pacific Time. Join us again next time for some more thought-provoking conversation with the leaders of conversion.